Welcome to Third Shot Podcast. If you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform. You could also subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at Third Shot Podcast. We're also on X at Third Shot Pod. And we love to hear from you. We love all the follows and the comments. So keep it coming to us. Mm-hmm. We've got another awesome episode coming up with Uncle Greg and Russ and a very special guest later on. Yeah. That we do. That we I'm do. Looking forward to today's show. All right. Cheers yeah. to all of you. Cheers. Cheers. We'll get to what I'm drinking later in the show. Okay. I was going to, I was like, <laughs> do we bring it up? There was that awkward silence because. Yeah. Well, it's a little tease for our audience. Show. Like, you got to kind of hang out a little longer to find out what I'm drinking tonight <laughs> and why I'm drinking it. That's the most important thing. Right. Yes. Right. Well, I was, I was just, um, I'm, I'm doing this whole, and, and over on our, our business show, um, we, we chat about this where I'm going to an, like an office space, a co working thing. And uh, we recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago that's going to run in the future here. Um, but I was like, I was just editing it, looking at it, checking it out. And, um, you know, this is going to like run in like February or something like that. But one of the things I say is it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, if I actually like this co-working space. <laughs> it was like the first day I was there. Uh, yeah. But I went today, totally loving it. Um, but uh, this is a weird tie in. It got me thinking about the future. Like. Okay. We've got this future episode, this future thing, these future, like I was able to make a, a cool prediction. I wonder with this whole pickleball thing, right? It's hot right now, but what's it going to be like? What do you, what do you guys think? Like in the future, like, is it going to continue to be this hot or is it going to like slow down? Is it, is it just going to keep building and building? Like what is the future of pickleball you think? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think we talked about it in a couple episodes last year when we had a few guests on. We're like, do you think this is like a sustainable rate that pickleball is growing? Because there was issues with having no courts available. There's, you know, the issues in neighborhoods of wanting to close courts down because of noise and stuff. So at that time, we Mm -hmm. were also saying like, is pickleball going to come through and still you know be a popular sport and in my very biased opinion i'm going to say yes (laughs) (laughs) i think it's going to evolve yeah i think you know the the whole noise thing is real like there's there are a lot of complaints about the noise so the paddle companies are conforming right they're creating paddles that are going to be quieter i think that uh, i think the technology of the paddles are going to keep improving I think the exposure of pickleball is going to keep increasing because I think what coming up this year in 2024, Netflix is going to have a documentary about pickleball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, if that gets picked up and is popular, um, plus all of the pro events are being covered mm-hmm. pretty much on some network, whether it's, I mean, some of them are on YouTube, but some of them are on major networks like CBS. So you know, with all of that momentum, I don't see it slowing down this year, at least. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm typing in this search right now, because I think I read something about it. It, it, Yeah, there's, there's hope for inclusion in the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics. 
Yes. Already? Yeah. Yeah. There's people already talking about it. So that seems like that would really lift it. Right. I mean, you know, okay. There's some odd sports in, in the Olympics that not everybody does. Right. Like the luge. Or you know, whatever, like curling. Yeah, with the the brushes. Like, I don't think I'm gonna do that, but pickleball, sure. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting is I I would have thought that the progression of pickleball going to the Olympics would go from it, you know, it started off recreational, now there's tournaments and pro leagues, but I thought it would be incorporated at a collegiate level before it made it to the Olympics. But right. That would I be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's gotta happen, right? I mean, this all started like I first learned about pickleball um, for my son, who was playing it in PE, and like I don't know, like I think they were doing it in um, elementary school. Uh, so it's or you know maybe middle school, but I think it was elementary. So oh. it, it's been you know it's been in the school system. They're playing it. It's 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 in PE. Uh, it's happening. So I could see it getting to college. Really yeah. soon. I think so. I mean, there's already um, a lot of college club teams. And I think if that just keeps growing, then the NCAA is going to have to pick it up as an official sport. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially since there's a pro sport, there's pro pickleball. So, you know, why not have a collegiate pickleball? So you have kind of that level to, you know, get ready for the pros. Um, But, you know, I, I don't think it's too far off. I think it's going to happen pretty darn soon, especially like you said, if the Olympics are going to happen in 2028, that's only four years away. Right. So if it hits collegiate in two years, it gives the collegiate game two years to really find the top players. And then you mix a team, you know, with the top pros and the top collegians. And then, you know, at least the U.S. is going to have a pretty darn strong team. I think the other countries as well, too. I mean, we've been hearing a lot about, pickleball growing in so many different countries i mean all over the world pickleball i mean we had alex on that was telling us it's growing in in africa i mean even they don't have a lot of courtship but there's a lot of players that really want to learn the sport and want to get good at it so i mean it's hitting everywhere yep and further evidence target everyone (laughs) shops at target right and my friend he's so kind he saw these things in the dollar section. You know, like when you first walk into Target right, and they have all the, dollar, like, $5, the popular, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, like the fun stuff that people are buying. And there's pickleball stuff. Nice. What does it say? Pickleball, pickleball obsessed. And so oh, he that, said he saw really this part of me. <laughs> I love Got it. a little visor. And then you're going to love this one. Uncle, I think I think you need to go get one of these. Okay. It's what are a we hot looking at? water. Hot water bag that says pickle balla. Uh, <laughs> so I, I could slide it under Auntie's, uh, you know, her, her seat on the sofa and see how she reacts. Yeah, warm her up with this. Warm her up a little bit. So since we're sharing little goodies, little pickleball goodies, I will share what one of my daughters made for me. Oh, oh my gosh. She crocheted. A little pickleball player for me. That's How come awesome. it looks so, just like you? It totally yeah, does. It's pretty much right. There's a strong <laughs> yeah. resemblance. So I figure she's my daughter, so she could just look in the mirror and figure out how to do it. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, another for more evidence that people are crocheting pickleball people. 
you know, you know, there's got to right. be something to this. Right. Well, it's, it's everywhere. And I know I, this is something that I mentioned, like, I don't know, ep- like tons of episodes ago, possibly like a year ago. Like I was watching some random television show and it's on. There's a commercial and it's on. There's another television show that I'm watching and it's on. It's like everybody's like talking about it. Everybody's mentioning it. And, you know, it's the accessibility of it. It's so easy to get it started and, and you know, low, low cost of entry. It's not like, you know, like, I mean, come on, we've, we've, we've seen me try to play golf, right, Greg? I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> years to really make that happen. <laughs> but I haven't seen you play pickleball yet. That's true. You haven't, you haven't, and, and you won't until I'm, I'm at least a little bit better. <laughs> so at this point of your life right now, are you a better pickleball player or golfer? Oh, geez. You know, honestly, I, I'm not sure on which I'm better at, but I, I have enjoyed pickleball more. Oh, okay. I like the, the, the speed. I like just, it's, it's quick. It's fun. It's like, it's happening right now. And you know, there's a bit of more of like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a quick game. You know, it's not like, I don't have to dedicate six hours to it. I know, right. I know, I know you guys do. That's, that's your, your weekends, but I, I, you know, you don't have to put a whole lot of time into it. So I think that's another, another benefit. Plus like the cost of it, you know, like sure paddles can be a little, little pricey, but when you compare it to, okay, you got to buy, you know, golf, you got the green fees, you got, you know, whatever the shoes, you got all, all the different things you got to buy when you're playing golf. And with this, it's like the cost of entry is a paddle, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. okay, I can do this. So it's, it's, I I don't know. It's, it's enjoyable. It's nice. And I I think because of all of that, it's, it's going to continue to, uh, it's going to continue to grow. And you don't even need like great equipment to get started. I mean, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just go out there and have a good time with, with friends. Yeah, totally. Or, you know, in the past holidays, so many families got together and played pickleball and introduced it to new players. So I think, you know, the numbers of players grew over the holidays of how many people got introduced to it. Right. Right. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at another site that says it could be up to 2032 before it even makes it to the Olympics. So maybe we've got a longer wait. Who knows? It's, it's well, the internet. Four years, the, eight years. The, the word I get is like, I know, but the word I right. get is 2028 is going to be one of those experimental sports and they're going to see how it goes. And if it goes well, they're going to make it an official sport in 2032. Gotcha. That's gotcha. And we'll be there live. <laughs> Hosting the Olympics. <laughs> On the court. Exactly. Gotta do it. Gotta make it what happen. What episode will that be? Oh wow. Oh. That'll be up there. What are we on right now? I'm just gonna go 250. Yeah, it'll be like 250, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm down. <laughs> all right. I'm down too. All right. Well, that, that's all those future episodes, but now, now let's uncover the drink and uncover the guest. What's, what's, what's coming up? Well, we are talking about how much fun pickleball is. And one of the, the more fun times I ever have on pickleball courts, besides playing with Richie, and I'm sure it'll be a blast playing with Russ. But when I'm just around here in San Ramon, one of the most fun people that I have to play with is Jaeger. And I've mentioned him on previous shows. He is a blast um and he's nice enough to join us today 
and share his story. And he's got a very unique story and he's doing good in the community with pickleball. And I can't wait for everybody to hear what he's doing. And as you can imagine, my first drink today was a Jaeger. So <laughs> when we come back, we'll have the official Jaeger, probably doing a Jaeger bomb with us at some point. Well, fingers crossed. We can only hope. But come on back and meet Jaeger from San Ramon Pickleball. He's the man. Hey, thanks a lot for hanging out with us for that quick little break. We are back. And, uh, you know, thanks, as always, for supporting us on social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook. You know where to find us, Third Shot Podcast. On X, we're Third Shot Pod. Please, this is a show that you definitely want to check out on YouTube as well because it's going to be very visual. I'll just leave it at that. It's going to be a very visual show because we have somebody that we've been hyping up on this show. I think ever since maybe the first couple of episodes, I've been talking about this living legend of pickleball here in the Bay Area, and his name is Jaeger, and I finally corralled him to come on the show <laughs> with us today. So welcome, Jaeger, to Third Shot. Oh, I thought we were talking about the, the girl. Oh, I'm okay. Uh, hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> Jaeger, yeah, he is not joking. He has hyped you up big time. So I am super excited to finally get a chance to meet the Jaeger and hear all about your, your fun, amazing stories. But let's give a toast real quick to oh, having man. a legend. Yeah. On our what show. do you think we're drinking today? Like, you know, it goes like big and little and then really little. Come on, right off the bottle. Cheers. Well, mm. we got to loosen everything up, mm. right? Mm. Oh, there you go. There you go. Keep it going. Whoa. I think that's the longest shot we've seen on this show. You got to fill it all the way up. Did we tell you <laughs> you're going to have to do like five more of those? Only five? <laughs> come on, Greg. Come on. Ah. <laughs> you play with me once and then you never call me. Uh-oh. I know. I know. We're going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll save that one for later. But in the meantime, Jaeger, tell us, how did you get your name, Jaeger? Because I've heard that's not your actual name, but that's what everybody knows you by. And then how did you also get into the game of pickleball? Well, so first of all, you know, how you're, when you're, your parents are mad at you, they call you by the full name, like Gregory. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, so my that. real name is Ronald. When every time I was in trouble, they my, that's what I'd hear going across the, the room. But uh, I picked up the name uh, in 2000 when I was uh, I, I became a combat medic in Afghanistan, and basically, uh, you know, I had to carry a rifle just as much as I had to take care of the wounded, uh, whether it's Afghani, British, American troops. Um, and then I, you know, you got this lull. So I talked to my family on the satellite phone and, and had, they sent me a couple big balls of Jaeger and then they, they got bigger and more often. And so basically, um, not only did I enjoy it, uh, but the, the troops enjoyed it. And so it's since 2000, it's stuck. So what, 20, almost 24 years. So wow. Jaeger baby. Jaeger <laughs> baby. And you like it's not just a nickname. I mean, you live Jaeger, right? Yeah, I mean, my, my, I, my Jeep is Jaeger. Everything's Jaeger. It, it's got to be green and orange and or orange and green. Uh I got Jaeger Meister booty shorts, tank tops, 
you know, you see me play, you know, you know, it's not conventional. So I guess uh, it's my own version of the Jaeger Guffin. We you Jaeger Guffin. I love that. And, and the, I mean, you, you made it permanent because you inked it as well. Yeah. And, and so, you know what, it's, it's, I, you know, I can't go by anything else. And, you know, when you come on and I even have a theme song. You do. Oh yeah! Come on, serious. I, well, we want to. We You've never hear heard Uncle. I've I've never heard the Jaeger theme song. Yeah, it's by the it's by the Tweekas. Okay. So you're about to hear it right now. I just yeah. imagine every time he walks onto the court, like this needs to be playing in the background, right? She's my new DJ. Yeah. yeah. She's rocking. <laughs> Got your walk up music. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly well, when I said you inked it, you, I mean, you showed me one time, you have Jaeger across your entire chest. Yeah, like, it starts from Jaegermeister. Yeah. Oh, my that. gosh. Look at that. Yeah. But then um, this arm is about my combat service. Uh, and then this arm is all about Christmas, baby. This is all Christmas. Can you believe Santa? Because I spent so much time away. I missed a lot of Christmas with my family, and it means so much to me. So I have oh, one room nice. dedicated in my house strictly to Christmas. Okay. But, they, of course, they all have Jägermeister ornaments on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're – did you find the, the song? I well, I, I do have it. All right. It's called Jägermeister. It's a little bit of yodeling, but it definitely uh, depicts uh, the Jäger. All right. So while I'm looking for it, we can keep talking. Well, one of the cool things that uh, a lot of people don't know about you is you've had, you, you kind of touched a little bit upon it, like you were over in Afghanistan, but a lot of people don't know kind of the full background of what you were doing before. The story of Jägermeister. Wait for it. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> that, is, that is so perfect. Yeah. Anyway, Next so time go ahead. we play together, I'm going to be playing that as you walk on the court. <laughs> While we walk on the court. As a team, baby. While we walk on the court. Exactly. There you go. Yes. We're going to dominate <laughs> next time. So share with a little, share uh, with our audience a little bit about your background because you've done so many other things uh, besides Afghanistan. You touched a little bit upon it, but you sent us some pictures, and I got to ask about what the heck the whole—I don't know—looked like FBI going on. Well, no. So we did. Uh, so after Afghanistan, um, I came back and I started working with a, um, an offshoot of Homeland Security called Sentara, and basically we did embassy protection. So. The picture in the Tesla in suits, that was a, that was actually a celebrity protection um, with a buddy of mine who was actually one of my dog trainers in Afghanistan. Whoa. Um, then we also did there's one where they uh, supplied us with a Chevy Colorado, um, and it was uh, just a strike squad. It usually, usually uh, deals with five guys, all with a specialty. Um, and so... Uh, all my guys, I was a team lead. You know, we had bomb disposal, dog trainer, sniper. I was a medic, um, logistics, that type thing. So 
um, those are some of the pictures I sent that dealt with that. Um, so it was just, um, you know, you know, these guys, these are the guys I actually brought back from Afghanistan and they were helping me out doing this embassy protection Wow! because, you know, your family, you're hundred percent family. And yeah. so you just, you, you know, you just, you stick, you stand by one another and, you know, you know, guys, you know, were over there and they were, you know, coming back out of cancer, out of comas, been shot. And it's just, you know, you just have, you just have this love for them. Wow, so, yeah. and then, you know, even in pickleball, I meet, you know, Vietnam vets, Korean vets that are playing and I'm, I'm amazed by that. They're amazed by my story, but I'm amazed by their story. And so I go to the VA and I talk to these guys and, you know, I talked about, you know, as soon as they hear about pickleball, they're like, Oh, what's that? And then when I explained to them, Oh yeah, I saw that. And they want to do it. But once again, you know, they don't know how to get started because being, you know, doing what they did and coming back and, and trying to get, you can't socialize on your own. It's best to be if you bring them to with you. And that's the problem with that is that they, it's easier when you introduce them to it and then they, then they kind of assimilate. Um, they, and they have the hardest time. Some of these vets have the hardest time doing it on their own. So I tried to meet up with them, bring them to the like Mirror Wood or Rutgers, uh, anywhere I can to mm-hmm. introduce them to the guys. And they're, they, every, you, you've, got, you've all been so welcoming, right? I'm sure you thought I was a little crazy yeah. when I got there. But as soon as I body bagged you in the chest, you knew I loved you. <laughs> that's right. It was all about love. I felt it. That's it. It was like it was like Cupid's arrow hitting me in a in the form of a pickleball, <laughs> right in the chest. That's what it was. Yeah. Wow, you really do love me. Okay, all right. <laughs> so Jaeger, I do. Uh, I am curious. Um, is that how you got started in pickleball yourself? Was you know returning back and kind of looking for a new outlet, or did you stumble upon pickleball in another way? No, it was, it was, so when I, of course, I'm sure as soon as you hear the word pickleball, it's like, what? You just, you know, the, you know, it's just, it's just like, at first I kind of turned it down. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So, uh, but then when you go there, you're like, it's not only, it's, it's not just the game, it's the social. And when I met these guys that are so open, just welcoming. And then, and then, you know, I, I guess I kind of had a knack for pickleball. Um, and then, you know, then I kind of, then I was hooked on it. Once you play it once, you either hate it or you freaking love it. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm the latter. I freaking loved it. And, you know, it became printing out Jaeger shirts and, you know, and then when I met, I met Greg and, you know, I just meet so many great people. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is that there's a lot of, you know, I guess my memory has been kind of going, but I remember all the pickleball guys. I know everybody's name. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's what you love. So that's what I want to get to these vets is that, you know, love it. And they become a big family. And and so you don't have that, that post-traumatic, traumatic, uh, you know, idea in your brain anymore. It's just like, I got family. I don't have to be alone in this room. Or a lot of guys, you know, well, excessive alcohol or whatever, this takes the place of all that. So, I mean, that's one of the things that really intrigued me is, is you were kind of telling me that you picked up pickleball and has really helped you deal with the PTSD that you were dealing with and, you know, others that have kind of a similar issue. And 
you know, that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on because you're not alone, right? A lot of people are dealing with this and pickleball is doing wonders for them. And I just wanted to have you kind of share your view on this. Well, they, you know, they, all these, all these organizations, you know, they help uh, vets get jobs and, and education, but sometimes vets don't want that. They don't need it right when they come back. They need uh, the so social integration again, right? They need to just hang out with some friends and, and it's not a, a learning, it's not an institution. This is a race institution. Let's just let them have fun. Let them release anxiety. Just slap that pickball around at first. Before I, you know, I was quote unquote called a banger. And, <laughs> and then, and you just, gee, you whack the heck out of that green ball. But after a while it becomes, you know, we all know it's all about placement, uh, you know, overpower and technique and all that. So um, that's an education itself, but in a fun environment. So even that, you know, I got guys that are in their thirties that are vets. I, you know, I know guys in their seventies and eighties that are vets. And I think this is what, this is what it's not. I think this is what they would want. I'm not gonna say they need it because I don't know what they need. I know what I wanted and I did it and I love it. And, you know, my game has progressed while I've competed, you know, in the four five, five Oh level and it thoroughly enjoyed it, even though I may have got my, total butt whooped or I did well, you know? Right. So anyway. So, you know, there are quite a few people who are struggling with mental health. Um, maybe it's PTSD, anxiety. What advice would you give to people who may be wanting to start pickleball, but you know, it's kind of tough to take that first step. What, what would you say to them to help encourage them? Well, there's, like I said, there's, there's so many different um, apps out there, you know, uh, pickle play and all these different things where you can kind of get on there and you can just start chatting about it first, you know, WhatsApp, meet me, all these different things that people organize and you can kind of jump into and you can talk about it. Um, everybody I've met um, have, has never really rejected anybody regardless of what level. So sometimes they just need to talk about it first. So, you know, if there's, if there's a, a forum uh, that you guys might know that you can throw my way where I can throw it their way, you know, and they can just talk about it and then they can integrate themselves where it's, Hey, can I meet you at so-and-so at this place? And we can, you know, uh, but of course, you know, they're brand new, so maybe they need to start off slow. Right. Um, and they're like the dinkers and so forth. And you know, that everybody's, we all, we've all had that starting point, right? Start with some slow dinks and you, and you progress in there. So it's, it's still a progression thing. It's a learning thing, but not, institutionalized learning. So I think it'd be great. But like I said, I think that the more stuff like you guys have forums, YouTube, I, I always recommend the guys to watch YouTube, not the learning stuff, but just to see the, the, the venue and the people watching it and the people doing it. And even though they're competing against each other, I mean, you know, I usually hug Greg and when we're done playing against each other, I'll hug you. I don't care. I don't need to tap your paddle. I'll give you a freaking hug. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's just, that's just me. You know, yeah. maybe all sweaty and gnarly, but I will hug you. <laughs> Who cares, right? No, you know, that's, that's kind of what makes you special is like, you are who you are. And that's what I love about you is like, you know, there's no, you know, there's no phoniness about who you are. You know, you're out there to have a good time. You're out there to help people. You're out there. I mean, I mean, very early on in my pickleball career is when I met you. It's not like I have a pickleball career, but anyway, 
very early <laughs> on when I was playing pickleball is uh, is when I met you. And you kind of took me under your wing and you were showing me the game. You were inviting me to different groups to play with and stuff like that. And, you know, that was that was really nice because, you know, that, what's cool about pickleball is there's a lot of people that do that. But you really took took it to the next level and made sure that you invited me over to somebody's personal pickleball court to play in their backyard. I mean, I mean, it was so cool what you were doing for me to get me more acclimated to the game and get me into the community and look what happened, right? We got to, you know, we got a podcast. So thank you. But also, but also then I got to meet you again at Rutgers. Yep. And I played with you as well against you and you progressed so much. It's, you know, it, it, meant, it meant a lot to me because you embraced the game and you, you did so well. You know, some people won't. They'll let it, they'll let it go by the wayside. And, hey, you know, they had fun and so forth. But and some people just, like I said, your podcast and then your gameplay is really good. Um, I don't know why you keep rejecting my uh, partner requests. I, I <laughs> I, I'm accepting right now. Whatever you want to play, Nick. Whatever tournament you want me. One of the best, Bridget. You got one of the best compliments I ever got was, was from Jaeger, and it was after we played at Rutger one day, and he goes, Greg. You are my Colin Johns. Like you're my Colin Johns. You're just gonna set me up and I'm gonna put it away. And you did, you did that. That's exactly what you did. And you know what? I'm not gonna give false compliments, or if you're not good, I'm not gonna say you did good. You know, I'll give you a, a, a critique on what could be better, but you did. We complimented each other so well. And then of course, then you you're my traitor and you play with that girl, and I had to play against you and I had to kill you. But those things happen. Those things happen. Well, you get, sounds you get like the you do afterwards. Have, yeah, and the chemistry is there because some people, you know, like their play, their style, so to say, uh, they don't match. But it's really great when you find somebody when both of your styles complement each other. And look, you two could be winning medals. Do you play in tournaments, Jaeger? Yeah. So the last one I did, and then there's, there's, I know you wanted a funny anecdote as well. So I'm at, I, I do four, five, five, oh level now. I just did one uh, just last weekend and it was great. It's just to hear people go, oh my God, Jaeger, how'd you dig that one out? Or, you know, great shot, you know, against, you know, five oh guys. Um, it was, it was amazing. And then like I, the last, I did a, a, a North Bay tournament and I went in four five and then I couldn't find a partner. I mean, I, I tried to find partners. So I went in with a three, three. And so, you know, me as a four five and them as a three, three at that time, they just totally just, they end everything at her. Right. And then she started uh, digging everything out. And so we still, we still lost, but it was just the fact that, you know, it, that's, that's kind of what happened. And you know what, there, you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes it's really hard to find a partner that you mesh with or just that's at, it's at, that's at that level. They want to be that level, but they're not there yet. But you want to try, you know, it ain't about the, to me, it's really not about the duper. It's about having fun, having a good competitive game. As long as your gameplay is right. It's like, great. Even, even though I, we, we beat you that day, we had the best, most fun yeah. and some great shots. Yeah, we did. And, you know, the thing is, and then you'll beat me and we'll have a great time, great shots. And you mix in a little trash talk and it just makes it even more fun. That it totally is. I mean, it, you, I mean, it's you, coming from a good place, right? When we're trash talking, we're just having a good time with each other. So it's so much fun. Yeah. So don't try to outdo me when you wear your speedo and I wear my booty shorts. It, it ain't happening. Not in the court. Oh, we need a live stream that one. 
We do. I, we I, did. I thought the speedo was working that day, but I, maybe not. They did with a big pickleball <laughs> on it. That looked nice. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so you've probably had some just crazy matches or experiences as you go around. I think you just will bring it with you. Like, has there been something that stood out with you that you just totally remember? Like, this was a fun match or this was a cool tournament or yeah, I don't know. You tell us. You no, know, you know what? It, the funny thing is, like, there's one picture I sent you that was way up in the air. And people are like, why are you hitting that out ball? I'm like, dude, I was hitting the ball because I didn't want to go off the roof because we were in Vegas on, like, the 16th floor. I was just <laughs> trying to stop from going over the side because it was so windy. So, uh, you know, the funny thing is that, you know, just, you know, playing this windy, you know, you know, different conditions. It's like, you know, you're getting ready to hit the ball and the wind blows it that way. It's just unexpected stuff. Yeah. So... You know, and, if, you know, I give props to anybody that body bags me. I give you props because that's my jam. But <laughs> you'll get a Jaeger shirt if you body bag me. That's all I can say. That's all I got to do? That, oh, wow. Really? <laughs> were you playing at the Plaza when you were in Vegas? I was playing at the Plaza. Oh, yeah. We played at a tournament there. It's such a cool venue, isn't it? It was. You know, it, 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 it was amazing. Um, it just like, you know, certain days it's so windy up there yeah. and that day it was, it was, it was going out. And I, I mean, 210 pounds, you don't jump that high, but I had made it a point to not make sure that ball didn't go over. Cause I wouldn't go and take the elevator down to get it. <laughs> so, but that's all, but it was, it was amazing. You know, people that put on these venues that set up, uh, you know, the hotel stay and all that stuff as a package, you know, I give props out to that because that was just unbelievable. Where's the farthest you've gone for a tournament? Because you travel around. Yeah, I do. Uh, I've been to Florida, um, Naples, uh, Pictona. Um, I just got back from uh, Tennessee. Um, I bought my so I brought my brother into pickleball last December. I think was he there? I think we brought him with you, right? When we were at um, no, I don't think I've met private him. court. No, I don't yeah. think I met him at the private court. No. Oh, anyway, so so I got him into it. Now he's hooked. So I went out last year. Then I went out this year. And so he is now like a 375, yeah. um, hooked on it, wants to drill. We drilled every day. And I mean, wore me out, just totally wore me out. But the best time ever, the best Christmas ever. Oh, that's so, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, uh, but you know, I basically, oh, oh so Japan, the, the picture I sent you, we were yeah. on the, uh, the train in Japan. So we played with That's a bunch cool. of pros, uh, John Moore, that whole package. We played with them throughout of uh, uh, all through um, mid-Japan. Mid was that a Hiroshima pro tournament? And all that. Yeah, so we traveled all through there. We played, uh, you know, Daniel Moore, John Moore. Um, had a great time there. Um, just, you know, who doesn't want to play a pro, right? Come on. Yeah. Right? In yeah. Japan? Like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's all indoor though. I mean, that's the problem is there's no room for outdoor courts. It was all indoor. Um, mm -hmm. I played. Then I, I actually went to uh, Cancun um, a couple years back and played with Lucy Kitcher. Yeah, okay. Um, that was amazing as well. Um, took gold, took gold medal there, and that was so much fun. Um, you, you, except for you know major sunburn, but other than that, <laughs> it's all good. It is all good. So what what do you have planned for 2024? What what are you looking forward to in your pickleball journey in 2024? Okay, so I'm divorcing you and moving to Florida. Oh. 
I had no, a I feeling you were going to say that. Oh. I saw the sign. You can keep your ring, though. Uh, anyway, um, I just bought a place in uh, uh, Daytona Beach called Latitude Margaritaville, and they have 11 courts. It's just amazing. No children allowed. Active 55 only. Um, but it's it's so uh, basically in April, um, I'll be uh, heading out there uh, permanently. So playing Pictona, Daytona Beach, some of the tournaments out there. Right. So hopefully, players, there. hopefully trying to go, you know, get more closer to the pro level. So Did I just got to uh, be Greg first. If I can be Greg, I get there. <laughs> well, I the only question I have is like, you can divorce me as long as you have a spare bedroom for Bridgie and I when we get there. You know what? You got it, baby. I mean, come on. Yes, uh, we've put Florida on our our wish list to go play pickleball. So you know what? You guys are more than welcome. Like I said, it's eleven. They have eleven courts there. They got the restaurant, the resort style pool. You know, you will have to drive an electric bike, but that's okay. You know, I love electric bikes. I have see, an e bike myself. Yeah, <laughs> see, but you can take my my jeep around. You know, just to look cool. But are uh, you going to yes. drive the jeep across country? No, my God, are you crazy? I know, truck, baby. I'm going because I, I have my dog. I have an ESA dog, uh, motion support Yorkie. And I, I sent you, I sent you a picture of Monkey. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she goes with me everywhere. Nice. Oh, I love that. So we're gonna fly, and then uh, you know, kind of get that. It's a brand new house, and just put the house together and kind of enjoy the joy life. My next 80, 90 years. Yeah. Well, you know, just keep uh, just putting the IV of Jaeger through your veins. I think you'll live at least another 80. <laughs> On the skin, in the skin, under the skin. You t- you name it, baby. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us. Before we go, I said we're going to oh, do yes. five more shots, but let's do let, at least do one more shot. Oh, well, so what do you consider a shot? Are you guys doing your basic one ounce uh, wussy shots? Or are you doing Jaeger style shots? Well, Typically, I fill up my little third shot shot glass. Uh, is that a, so is maybe that that's what I'll do right now. So I'll, I'll kind of pour it in. Okay, so one then, one shot for me is four ounces. Four ounces. Four ounces. Yeah. So, lady, you need it's to a keep it Oh uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm a lightweight over here. <laughs> all right. Cheers. Cheers, my, cheers, my brothers. Cheers. Cheers. Delicious. Mm-hmm. You got that right. <laughs> well, Jaeger, it's been such a pleasure. I do also want to thank you for your years of service and for sharing your amazing stories with us. It's been so nice to finally put a face to all the great stories that Uncle has shared with us. Thank you, guys. And, uh, you know, before you move, we got to play a tournament together or something. I will. So I'm, I'm always looking, you know, I don't think you're old enough, are you? I am. I'm okay, I'm, fi- well, I'm 57, so I think I I, I hit it. Well, so you know, you and I compete with anybody 19 plus, so but I'll find us a 55 plus so we can do it. Let's do it. We'll take all gold, right. baby. Yeah. All right. Well, for all of our listeners, please stay tuned to find out how Jaeger and I do in our our next tournament. We will get some video of this adventure, the circus that's going to be the two of us playing out there. Sounds great, guys. All right. And and all of you listening, thank you for joining us at Third Shot. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. Um, A real special thanks to Jaeger. He's so much fun. Great guy. If you ever get a chance to meet him, whether it's in California 
Florida or Japan, you will enjoy playing some pickleball with Jaeger. Uh, please keep following us. Give us five stars when you can. And we'll promise to have more fun episodes just like the one we had today. So let's keep growing our pickleball community and share our stories. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast. All right. Much love, guys. Much love back. See you guys. Bye. Bye. You stay on with us. <laughs>